I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today is a very special Reunion 2020 episode. Um, that's where I bring on a guest I had on in the past because I liked him so much I wanted to bring him back and have a second convo. Um, today's guest is Rick Egan, who is CMO over at Find It Parts. Rick, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Adam. You're, you're, you're way too kind. I, I highly doubt I was that interesting last time around, but uh, thanks for thinking so and uh, deciding to have me back a second time. Lies you tell, number one, and number two, the uh, the proposed topic that you gave me was awesome. How could I not? So how to plan and set up an execution plan for success. So that'll be today's topic. Um, but before we get into that, um, let's just give a brief inter- uh, overview of what you're doing over at uh, Find It Parts. So first, tell us a little bit more about the company, please. Sure. So findaparts.com. Uh, We're an uh, aftermarket and OEM uh, retailer for heavy-duty truck parts. So it's, uh, it's an industry that's probably in, in the earlier stages of, of really coming online, and it's been more of a, an offline business that uh, we're, we're disrupting and you know, taking to a digital-first business. So it's an exciting time to to be in the heavy-duty truck parts space and, uh, and really provide a, a different solution than uh, had existed out there previously. That's awesome. And uh, as you're aware, Rick, I am a logistics and transportation wannabe nerd. <laughs> so um, I right. have been. I've done many more um, uh, interviews with uh, with heavy-duty trucking and even got into some maritime and logistics there. So you know, I've been getting my nose in all that good stuff. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, let's uh, let's switch it up. Let's get into the topic. So planning and and uh, okay. exec- uh, setting up an execution plan for success. So first off, um, what does that mean to you? Well, I think a, a lot of times it, it, it's easy for people to take a you know a thirty thousand foot view and have some broad strokes and say, hey, this is what I'm going to do. But the the reality for any any business or any plan is really putting together the plan and really figuring out how to execute that plan first off, but then second to have a consistent process that you put in place to continue to not only check things off your list to make sure that you're getting the right things done, but also making sure, probably more importantly, that those things are actually working and are successful and are getting getting you the results that you're looking for, and if they aren't, being able to quickly pivot and insert something else into the strategy. And I think this is an area that, that, that many businesses across the board typically fail at or struggle with is they have plenty of smart people and come up with plenty of ideas, but really actually getting everybody on the same page and executing those ideas and continuing to, you know, take, take, take another step forward and continuing to move forward is typically the biggest challenges that businesses have. They have they always get distracted by the shiny objects or the quick fix, but to, to really get lasting success requires a very deliberate process that, that you follow and, you know, and kind of really stay true to day after day. 
Let's uh, let's boil it down a little bit more. So what would be your, and I agree with you, by the way, so that um, shiny object syndrome, following things, you follow enough things, nothing ever gets done. I mean, that's just a thing that all of us have to battle um, constantly, myself yeah. included. Um, that being said, what is your proposed, like, first step? So somebody's listening to this right now, and they're like, you know, I know I do that. I chase this, I do this, and then we get probably, we probably waste a lot of resources and energy doing that. Um, what would be the first step you would tell them to kind of um, narrowing this down? Well, I think the first the first step is taking a step back, take some time, like actually assemble assemble your leadership team, get out of the office. Don't don't sit in the office and try to do this. Like actually leave and go somewhere else. But really take a step back and say who who are you, and you know what's your business? What do you do? Why do you think? Why why do you do what you do? Why should people care? Uh, and really start there because then then you really you know try to eliminate some of the noise and really understand who you are. And then it then it gets down to then what is the what is the strategy of you know if you understand who who your customer is then how are you going to get out there and really evangelize yourself to to your customers and your potential customers and put together those plans and follow those. And then once you really have that piece. Then, then I think what I what I at least like to do and continue to to try to push anywhere I'm at is the concept of 90 day plans and putting together these kind of 90 day quarterly plans. They're they're manageable. You can you know you you probably have to be realistic in what you put in there and not trying to do too much. I think that's mm -hmm. where people fail sometimes with them is they they try to accomplish everything in 90 days. And then, you know, and then you're unsuccessful with, with that. You take on too much, you don't get enough done, and then you don't feel successful and you don't continue with it. But by keeping them manageable and following through, then you really put a, a kind of a bite-sized chunk of things out there. You'll start to execute on those, on those ideas. And then, then as you start to see success, then everybody gets a little more motivated. And, you know, and then it becomes kind of a rinse and repeat process where, you know, it, it may be, Taking one one strategy just to the next level, it may be adding a new one in the next you know in the next 90 day increment, but continuing to do that and then continuing also to take that leadership group back away from the office again to look at it and say okay what's our what's our next 90 day plan going to look like and are we still being true to ourselves on who we think we are why and and why that matters to the customer. Man, I love that, and I love the getting out of the office thing. So I, um, so we're a small team of five over here. So executive leadership includes myself and my, uh, well, the other co-founder, uh, Shirag. And uh, what we do is, I uh, we we go. I, I'm always like, no, we got to get out. So we just go to the park. <laughs> we go to the park, and that's where we do our heavy. We do our heavy planning sessions. I'm like I'm on this podcast all day long talking. I don't really. Get, uh, I don't get out of the, the studio too often, so I'm like, no, we're going to the park. So we literally walk around the park, uh, the park, and uh, that's where we do a lot of our planning sessions and like the big macro things. And obviously, we have our phones with us so we can take notes or do voice notes if it gets too out of control. Um, and we'll do some laps walking around the park, maybe a pull up if I'm feeling really, um, really <laughs> ambitious, Rick. I might, I might throw in a pull up or two. Yeah. <laughs> what do you? Hey, um, that's great. I mean, the walking meeting, the walking meeting is, you know, can, is a very effective meeting. You know, getting out of the office, moving around, 
And, you know, and it's, it, that's, that's the whole thing is you have to take yourself out of your current, out of your day-to-day environment. And, you know, and that's really when you can be a little more honest, a little more open and a little more realistic. How do you how do you keep everybody um, um, focused within that ninety days? Is it like a monthly check in, a weekly? Uh, just give us a little bit of feel in there, because I love the ninety day plan thing personally. I mean, I, I love it. I'm just curious about what happens within that ninety days to keep everybody focused, so that you're not coming back at the end of the quarter like, oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you know, you you have to do. I, I like a weekly check-in, but, you know, it, it depends how big the group is. But, but yeah, you need, you need regular check-ins. You can't just leave it to, you know, we, we all say break, and then 90 days later we're going to come back because people will drop off. And, you know, and a lot of times the, the, the best way to hold people accountable is, you know, is really push them on, you know, really kind of attack their own egos by, Getting everybody together and just saying, where are you at with the things that you're, you're doing? And then people knowing that, that they're going to have to stand in front of the group and say, I'm on track or I haven't done anything tends to be a really good motivator for people mm. to not drop the ball. So, yeah, that's well said. You know, it's really well said. And I think, and yeah. I think we've all been there. Just throwing this out there, not picking on anyone, but I think we've all been there where we got to that meeting and we're like, oh yeah, no, I'm a little further behind in that one than I thought, yeah. <laughs> and that lights a fire under yeah. you. Yeah, because nobody likes to be embarrassed. So if they know they're going to have to stand up and be accountable for what what they said they would be accountable for, then they're, the likelihood of them doing it is much greater. If it's an email, if it's in a project plan, and they can be, you know, and they don't have to stand in front of the group, then it's easy for people to make excuses and not deliver. Awesome. Well, hey, Rick, um, been really good catching up with you on this episode and uh, getting into uh, how to execute a plan for success. Um, if anybody's listening and they do want to learn more about uh, Find It Parts um, or to connect with you, what's the best way for them to reach out? Uh, let's see, anybody, if you're any, anyone in the, or your podcasters that are in the heavy-duty truck space, you know, they can find us at findaparts.com. We have, uh, uh, you know, one of the largest inventories of, of parts available for purchase, uh, both, you know, everyday parts and hard-to-find parts. So uh, findaparts.com is a great place for that. If you're interested in uh, talking or working together more on how to execute to plan and how to put some of those things together, then direct message me on LinkedIn as a, a good way. And I'm always happy to sit down and help, uh, you know, people do these types of things or help them get started or things like that. Awesome. Well, hey, Rick, really appreciate you coming back on the show and uh, sharing more of your tips and uh, all the great work that you're doing over at Find It Parts. And uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Without you, there's no show, so I really appreciate your attention. Um, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes uh, store. I'll do all those great things we do to support um, the podcasters and my team. I really do appreciate it. And, uh, Rick, thanks again for coming on the show. Thanks a lot for having me, Adam.